Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, since we talked about world building and heavy usage of maps and how to use them last time, I think we should talk about how to breathe life into premates and modify them for your usage. Right. So when you're talking about um, like a pre-made map, so you need a town. You could spend hours with some graph paper. You can build your town out. You can maybe make it look really good. Um, if you're like me, it won't look that good at all. So what I would do is I would go onto like a Pinterest or a Google and I would start looking for maps uh, for my town. That said, when I found one, what would I do with it? Right? Because all you have is this town may have a name. It's got entrances. It's got exits. It might have water. I mean, it's got all these cool things, but at the end of the day, very few of them are labeled, right? Mm -hmm. And even if they are labeled, actually, it doesn't matter. Labels are great. So you have a labeled map, you have an unlabeled map. What do you do with it? Well, you start populating it, especially if your players are going to be there for a while, right? This is what you need if your players are going to be in a town for a while. It doesn't matter the size of the town. Small town, big town, doesn't matter. I'd start populating it with maybe 10 NPCs that are somewhat interesting, Mm -hmm. um, we actually, in a podcast, uh, talking about how to build out an entire, uh, kind of world. We talked about this a little bit too. Um, if you go to our, if you go to uh, skullrpg.com slash resources, you'll actually see the entire thing we built up for the Arania, but on there is some ideas on how to do uh, 10 NPCs with some quirks and some other stuff. Totally different concept. But what I do there is I take that kind of idea where I build out 10 NPCs with very specific quirks, very specific personalities. And I'd start building them into that world where my players are going to be in this town. So the tavern person has a very specific personality. The forge master, you know, the guy who's making all your armor and your swords has a very specific personality. Your mayor your healers, all of these people. You have this cool cast of characters. And then what I'd start doing is figuring out, what do I want to do with these characters? Mm -hmm. Are they just background? Are they just helpful? Is there any kind of intrigue and mystery happening? Is there any kind of like spy or maybe there's a murder to solve? I mean, I would just figure out what to do with them. But yeah. regardless, you could have this really cool town that acts as their home base. And every time they come back, like maybe once every three or four storylines, they come back, quote unquote, home. And they, you know, can go talk to the baker who's Gregorious and boastful and loud. Or they go hang out with a tavern person who, you know, is pretty, is like shy. You know, the bartender listens quite a bit, says very little. Um, you know, and they can really enjoy these people. So that's one thing you can do with it. Another thing is, is if this is their home base and they leave for a while and then they come back. You could have a handful of characters actually come back and greet them and ask them how their journey was. Exactly. Things like that. Give them a little bit of like, how would a small town treat their own when they go and travel? Well, especially if they were like, quote unquote. So if you think about it in, depending on what game you're playing, but it doesn't really matter. No matter what game you're playing, um, the more, like the higher level, the more experience that your characters have the more renowned they're going to be either famous or infamous in the world that they're in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, low level characters are known locally. Medium level characters are known regionally. High level characters are known by the continent or maybe even the world. 
Um, and then if they're legendary, like way high level, then not only are they known by the world, they'd also be known after they die generations. Yeah. They just, they transcend time. So they're not just as long as they're alive, they're renowned legends. Their, their name is lived in history. Right. And that's another fun thing to think about, um, is it, your characters. So we had, we had a character that we basically made into a saint because he would have been, because he was a high level cleric. He would of course be a saint, but then our characters basically started um, creating statues of him with the low level gold and copper. There's a certain point where you're high enough level, you find a bunch of copper. You're like, I'm not carrying this with me. So we would just actually make statues of our cleric and leave the statue of the cleric in different random places with the idea being if we ever re- revisited this world, the game master, who was not either one of, you know, there was the players that came up with this idea. But if the game master was paying attention and they saw this happening, you could run another thing in the same world 100 years later. And the saint, your cleric, who's now a saint, all these holy sites, all these places you've been to where you left this statue is now this holy site. It's a he, pilgrimage location. He, he becomes a minor deity. Why? Because there's statues all over the world of him. Which, Why would he not be a minor deity? Which you kind of made as a joke because you didn't, didn't want to just leave a bunch of copper lying around and you didn't want to haul it in your bag. But also it's kind of cool to have this concept of like, well, we accidentally made our our high-level cleric a god. I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, in not a big only. god. He, 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 he's a god in name only. He's yeah. not actually god. He's long dead. Yeah. But because there's statues of him, he's obviously important. Right, exactly. So... <laughs> There's these things you can do with continuation on your players' ideas and stuff. And, you know, when you're looking at pre-made maps or pre-made towns into your stuff, just think about how you can breathe life into them. And I would look at, I mean, yeah, you can do that with dungeons and stuff, but the towns specifically get just glossed over. Where it's yes, like, they do. Here's the town. Well, hold up. Could you... So look at let's look at a game like The Witcher. The Witcher 3, for instance. Mm-hmm. Now, there are thousands of towns you go to, but to be honest, there are three or four towns that you go into, you know where the leader is, you know where your certain person is, like that you like and care about, and they have a continuing ongoing story. So the one I'm Mm -hmm. thinking of that's the most recognizable would be the Baron. Bloody Baron. The Bloody Baron. So every time you go into the town, you know how to exactly get to the Bloody Baron because he's in the most inhospitable way to get to where you need to go. It's a big U with like a little tail. It's like basically it's a question mark. To get to him, it's a pain in the butt um, because you end up like going exactly where you started from, but it took you a minute and a half to do it. And then you go straight. And anyway, when you get to him, you, you see him quite a bit. And But his world's changing. The longer you're away, the more his world changes. And after a while, like there's no armor or anything you need from him. Like it just, it doesn't matter. But you still go to see him occasionally because you're in town. And you do this with the larger towns as well. There's certain places you go in these larger towns and you just keep seeing certain people over and over and over again. Well, you could do that in your own game mm-hmm. where you bring out three towns and you have maybe three NPCs in each town that are highly critical to the the maneuvering of your entire storyline. Maybe one of them is the guy that gives, like, if you're in town, this guy will have a job for you. If you're over here, this other guy will give you goods and services, but of course he's wanting information from you. You know, there's all these things you can do where you can make it as if the world is actually alive and well. And also another thing is if you're doing like a war story or a thing that makes sense, you could have your starting town where everybody you knew, 
you go back there to reprovision much later in the story and you find it as a ghost town because of the events of what happened forced the villagers to leave. Right. So you're burning your bridges that you've had without even you knowing it because you have no idea where they went. That's a great point. And if they so inquire to try to find them, you could have a quest on trying to find the 10 NPCs that they cared about, yep. whether or not they're live or wherever they're not, they're not. And you can create meaningful stories that your NPCs care about, sorry, that your player characters care about, that is all driven by them. Yeah, and actually, that'd be a fantastic storyline um, where, you know, they hang out in the town for a while, they get to know people really well, and then eventually, over time, they leave. As they come back, maybe there's a couple of weird events that happen where they, he can your players can see that the town is kind of in a dangerous area now because of where the lines have fluctuated because of their actions or inactions or no actions whatsoever, just mm-hmm. not being there. And then they choose to leave. They come back and there's maybe nothing there or, or people have been taken or, you know, or at that point they might have enough power to hold a hold off the town. Right. Maybe they show up just in time to, uh, you know, they have to hold against a, a, a band of bandits or an entire army from the other side coming down. I mean, there's so many possibilities, but there are none of those possibilities if you don't leave anybody in the town that they care about. Oh, our first town got sacked. Oh, who cares? Oh, oh who cares? Which is oh. most of my games. Most of the games I've played, and sadly, most of the games I've run yeah. are that way. Oh, John the Baker that kept giving you bread for free every single morning's gone. Now I care. Uh huh. Now I care, and because I care, life's going to get really interesting. Mm hmm. So anyway, the next time you look at a map, don't just think static. This isn't anything to do. Think about the people that fill that map. Think about the stories you could tell on that map, and think about how you can pull your players into that map so that they actually care about what's happening in that town, especially if they live there. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.